0: Inside the Coach's Headset Presented by Tony Smith Your hometown shelter insurance agent Call Tony at 528-7079 528-7079 The X's and O's of coaching From the Upper Cumberland's best As we go Inside the Coach's Headset Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Inside the Coach's Headset. I'm your host, Amos Rogan. Uh, We're brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony for all your auto, life, and home needs at 528-7079 or go see him at 425 East Broad Street right here in Cookville. You're listening to us on ucsportsnation.com, your one-stop shop for all high school sports right here in the Upper Cumberland. And today we've got a, a very exciting guest. I'm very uh, happy to have him on. I think you guys are going to really enjoy listening to what he has to say. I think a lot of this kid, and I know a lot of other people do too, he is the senior captain of the Tennessee Tech men's basketball team. A former White County High School standout and just an overall good kid as he is, he is number fifty-four, Cade Crossling. Cade, welcome to the program. It's good
1: to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Um, I know that uh, you just came off your your last home game at Tech. Uh, I'm sure that was kind of a an emotional thing for you, and, and uh, really probably something that a, a huge sense of pride for you as well. Kind of talk to us about what that game really really what it meant to you
1: well to be honest uh we really needed to win that game and i didn't get a um um i didn't really realize uh, the gravity maybe of uh, what was happening and you know going into it you know you know you're thinking you know this is my last game here that's crazy but you know my brain kind of switched and it was okay we need to win this game because we trying to get in the playoffs you know or the tournament um so you know i didn't realize uh it didn't really hit me until after the game was over and I was sitting in my sitting on my seat for the last time, you know, like, hey, you know, you're not going to get to do this again. Yeah. So uh, um, but, uh, you know, after the after the game was over and we got the win, it, you know, it, it was very yeah, I felt, you know, I definitely had some emotions and um, all the little kids coming up and, you know, wanting autographs, you know, just thinking I'm not going to get to do this again. You know, that's, you know, it was a really it was a really cool feeling. And, um just my family being there for me and everything like that so it was really it was really neat Uh, kind
0: of leading up to that game i'm sure that at some point if it hasn't happened to you already but i'm sure that it will just kind of looking over your entire career being uh, you know in basketball Um, starting out at at, you know northfield elementary school and your dad coaching you there and and you guys uh, uh having some success even at the elementary level but moving all the way up through, you know, into college. What what was some of the biggest coaching influences that you had?
1: Well, my dad's the best coach I've ever had, by far. Uh <laughs> um yeah, he just, you know, he just instilled in me uh, confidence and just that, you know, you that's what you have to play with and uh, he he played with confidence and I watched him play with confidence over the years and anybody that's ever played pickup with him knows that he plays with confidence and uh maybe too much confidence at times <laughs> um but yeah i think i gained that from him and just the um you know the the shooter's mentality and um just the um the idea that you know you got to shoot it to make it go in if you don't shoot it it's not going in you know um so i learned a lot from him from that and just the effort and just playing hard it's you know he would always say whose ball is it and I, he wanted me to say it's my ball you know so just that mentality of of going after it and uh, giving it everything you got every play and um every possession and uh definitely that transferred to life as well um and a lot of other life lessons that he he taught me um but you know him just loving the game he loved he loved the game so much and um i think i he he let me have that too you know he his his love for the game transferred to me and just just wanting to win and just wanting to play hard and um just leaving it out there on the table um but then coach mitchell obviously uh you know he's he's the he's the first one that really let me let me well coach aaron too Coach Aaron let me shoot it too. Uh dad didn't like the three pointers like they did, but when <laughs> when I when I started playing for Coach Aaron it was like, you know, you gotta let it go. You gotta, you know, shoot sh- and not not just deep. Dad wanted me to shoot, but they wanted me to shoot at the threes, you know, and and uh so that was uh so that was really fun to be able to, you know, oh I can I can I can be um successful at this. Um and it doesn't really take uh, I mean it's definitely you're blessed with a certain ability but it's more practice than anything right. and um, you know, something that you can attain. Um but, you know, and Coach Aaron, seeing Coach Aaron have success at Freed Hardman and um and, and in high school for sure at Pickett County. Um, just knowing that, you know, he's not that much taller than me. Coach Mitchell's six five, like, you know, he played at tech, like thinking, Okay, well, I can I can play somewhere if mm-hmm. I can shoot. Um, so just you know, having those goals and them, and then Coach Aaron teaching me like how to get your shot off, it being a little shorter, and how to, you know, he he taught me a lot of just like individual skills, and then Coach Mitchell just, you know, just a million things on offense for sure, um, how, how to get open, and he ran plays to get me open, and, and the biggest thing that Coach Mitchell did for us, I think, is just and again instilling the confidence to we can beat anybody you know and and i never doubted that we could go on i never doubted that we could go out on the floor and not win you know i always knew that there was a chance and he always instilled that that confidence and that um just enjoyment of playing ball you know and never a doubt um of not being able to do it and i think my whole my all my teammates thought that too so i think that's really um when you don't have that it's a big deal Mm -hmm. you know if you don't think you can go out there and win (laughs) you know your thought process changes Um, so I think Coach Mitchell just that he really gave us that and that's really my favorite thing that he gave us I mean obviously there's a million other things but that's the biggest thing that sticks out to me Um, and then with uh, with Coach Payne oh my gosh you know I you know, he made my dreams come true. You know, he he gave me a scholarship, a Division one uh, college basketball scholarship, and that's what I wanted, and that's what that's what me and my dad wanted. You know, we, you know, that was that was that was the, you know, that was the goal. Uh, get, you get your school paid for, you know, and he and he gave it he gave it to me. So obviously, I have just. Just from that alone, if he was a terrible coach and a terrible guy, I would have, you know, I would have terrible, I would have just amazing respect for him. But, um, he wasn't either. He was, he's the best. And, um, I just hope that he's so successful. And Coach Taylor, too. And, you know, all those coaches from that, uh, administration or whatever, um, hope they're successful and, and everything they do. I, I just love those guys. And, um, um, Coach Taylor's at Newberry and hope, hope he does well there and, um, really, uh, really a great coach you know he kind of handled the offense and just learned a lot from him in that regard but also just learned a lot from him you know from a life standpoint too you know he he was really i was really close to him and then coach Payne too just always you know they were just really you know great guys and really just took care of me off you know off the court and on the court mm-hmm. um but just felt like they really you know really cared about me and were there for me um and then, obviously, defense. I learned so much. I mean, I there's just a whole other level of basketball that I didn't know kind of existed, you know, um, with just schemes and, and ideas that, you know, hey, I'm pretty slow and I'm pretty short. Um, <laughs> but, when you know, they, they wanted me in the game, but they taught me ways to, to get by on defense, you know, that I wouldn't have been able to do without them. So I, I really, like, learned a lot from them on how to – how to get by and how to just scrape and claw to get to get by and um be successful be more successful in defense um so that was really neat. I learned a lot from them about defense and then with coach pelfrey like offense for sure is what i've i've learned the most from coach pelfrey obviously there's points about defense and there's points about everything that i've learned from pelfrey but um offensively um just learning that it's a you know it is a simple game and um that you know you get two on the ball and find your man i mean that's the whole point you know i never really thought about it like that i mean i think i played like that but i didn't really think about it like that And i think um that's a really really cool idea that um it's it's a simple game and um you get you're always looking for somebody else a shot and trying to you know obviously i'm not the one creating a lot of times a lot of times they're the one drawing a shot for me and i'm just sitting there in the corner waiting on it and i love that that's the best thing ever um but uh yeah it's that's the biggest thing I've learned from pelfrey um but you know also mindset just uh, he he really isn't he really pushes on that and I think that's that's great and I think my dad did a great job of instilling that in me and I believe that you know that's that's the greatest thing just having great mindset um just whatever you're going through um whether it be good or bad to to have the mindset that you know God's going to be there no matter what He's going to take care of you, and he's not going anywhere. And if I hit this shot, I miss this shot, or um, I break my, or I tear my ACL in my case, tear my hips. That he's not going anywhere, and he loves me either way. So,
0: absolutely. You know, uh, one of the things that I think everyone, um, if they've seen you play once, or if they've seen you play a hundred times or, or more, one thing that everybody can always say about Kate Croslin is, is that kid hustles harder than anything that that we've ever seen um certainly you know uh uh, you know starting out in high school and really even before high school you could see it but it seems like it really came out uh once you got into high school about your hustle turns into the type of leader that you were on your team uh whether it be high school whether it be at tennessee tech um that's what got you the attention uh do you think that how much of that is actually god given because i know some of it is uh but how much actually was it from from your dad and and from other coaches
1: yeah i definitely think like i mean i think that uh, uh i don't know how to put this exactly um just the idea that that god wants you to give it everything you have you know god wants you to give everything you have for him and and everything not just basketball but it relates to basketball and i think basketball is a great um analogy or metaphor um for um to be for for life um and um to be a christian and just you know you're playing basketball and sometimes you're gonna miss Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes you're gonna hit um and just um following god as hard as you can no matter what you know if you mess up it's okay you know you got to get back up on your feet and go again yeah. and um it's 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 in life is hard sometimes bad things happen you lose big games and you bad things happen to you in life but you just got to keep going you turn the ball over and it it really does not it's not fun to turn the ball over it hurts and um and you turn the ball over in real life too and uh, you mess up and um and bad things happen to you you know your your teammate misses a free throw to win the game well you know that Bad, you know bad things happen in life too, and I think um I think my dad didn't know that you know he was you know, of course he taught me a million things just just Christianity and just having a relationship with Jesus Christ, but also just like just basketball alone, you know that just translates to life so well, I think, and um, I know people kind of get a little crazy with it, but I do agree with it, you know i think I think the analogy's there, and I think it's really it's a really cool thing, and I think kids playing sports really learn a lot from it, you know, they learn they learn defeat you know it's it's good to to lose you know sometimes you know to for life you know to get back on your feet and say hey you know we lost that game but we're going to come back and win this next one
0: yeah you don't have much of a testimony if you don't have a few losses uh, exactly
1: to to learn from exactly and um yeah every, you know I, and i you know i've you know had bad things happen in my life and um i you know i thought you know this life was easy you know i lived in this fairy tale world where nothing bad happened and then you know bad things happen and guess what you know the birds they they were chirping and the sun came up and you got to do it again mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what um uh, what happens and and you just got to keep going so well you know
0: one of the things that um, i think and and i've l- listened to some of the interviews um from coach pelfrey with you being in there in the press conferences after the game and everything you know with him being this is his first full season uh, coming in at tech and two seniors on the team and, you know, relatively young team. Um, you know, yourself and the other seniors on the team, you obviously got a little bit more play time than he did uh, and those types of things. But uh, your leadership within that team and the way that you got your scholarship, becoming a walk-on at Tech, earning that scholarship the first season, but not immediately in that first season. You know, you, you had to go through, I think it was about half the season before you actually got got the scholarship. So, um, you know, coming through that way, um and and really coming into your senior season with a brand new coach a, a coach that's got a lot of of success in his in his background but still a new coach that um you know needs to set a standard needs to put his stamp on the program obviously in a lot of coaching situations they look for the leaders in order to help them uh what are some of the things that you think that you help coach pelfrey get into that program moving forward
1: uh number one i had a uh, we, we did have another uh another senior so he helped a lot too we we had three seniors um Tyler Thompson was a um had a big role um in leadership for sure and he's um he just knows so much about the game and uh, I, I know i've been around the game just as so much as he has but he has just the i don't know a third eye or something he he just um he he knows basketball a lot um a lot better than i do and he's got a i think he has even more of a passion for for how the game works and he's just got a natural coaching ability as far as just seeing how the game works. You know, I think I do, you know, I'm, I think I'm definitely a people person and I relate to people. I try to relate to people. And, um, but he, he does a great job of just knowing the game and knowing what we need to do. And, you know, um, so I think he had a a big impact on some of the younger guys about how to like how to pretty much coach them, Mm -hmm. you know, and how to be there for them. And, um, and influence them in a positive ways. Um but definitely, um, for me, I think the biggest thing I do for for my team as far as leadership is just doing trying to do the best I can and doing doing things the right way and handling situations the right way. And that's hard, you know, for and especially for these younger guys. Um, you know, and even these transfers, you know, they've been around bad programs or, or maybe not even bad programs, just, you know, guys that are a little more rougher in the edges and haven't been raised in great homes and they don't know how to handle um situations and they haven't learned I mean they I'm sure they will but they haven't learned um how to handle tough situations and you know and a new coach is a new coach is tough mm-hmm. um and uh you know even coach Belfry talked about how when he was at Kentucky he had a new coach that came in and uh, that was Rick Pitino um uh so he you know he talked about how you know that was difficult yeah. and, you know um but for these younger guys I feel like as an older guy it's kind of like well you know this is my last year I'm gonna make the best of it either I don't I don't really care what happens so going into it I had a you know pretty positive I was just happy to be here you know but some of the younger guys are they've got a little bit more on their mind you know they're trying to play overseas or they're trying to play in the NBA or they're trying to get you know get theirs and you know it's just a little different you know so coach you know just leading them the right way that you know hey you might not get in but that's okay. You got to come to practice the next day and right. bust your butt and do it again. You know.
0: Well, you always seem, you know, in, in the games that I've uh, that I've went and watched you at Tech, um, you always seem to almost be like the 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 coach on the floor. You know, especially coming back on defense. You know, uh, like you said. It, a lot of the offense is drawn up around putting you in a good position to get an open shot. And so you're not – you know, you're the shooting guard. You're not the point guard. And uh, so, you know, you don't see the ball that much in in terms of a um, – you know, just an offensive motion type thing. You're over in the corner. You're moving around. You're trying to get open in order to get to get the ball. On the defensive side, though – you're moving and you know, sometimes you get matched up with, with guys that are slightly bigger than you. Um, (laughs) I remember I wasn't at the game but I did I did watch highlights of it where you guys were at Tennessee and you you rotated off and you had Admiral Schofield and I was like holy crap I hope he doesn't kill Cade so but uh you know it, it, it was just but it was a cool thing you know because hey that that uh, that's a dream come true but you do seem like to be uh the coach on the floor, especially when it comes back to defense, playing man to man. Hey, who's got this guy? Who's got this guy? Those types of things. You're 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 a vocal person out there on the floor when it comes to defense. Is that something that was coached to you by by someone, or you just kind of feel that that's that's something that has to be done, and you don't care to do it?
1: No, I mean, I think I think that's definitely. I mean, communication is key to any any defense, um, and I think that's and I've been brought – you know, my dad and every coach I've ever had is that, that – I mean, you've got to communicate. If you don't communicate, your defense is going to break down. Um, so I think that's one big thing. But I think another thing is some guys just – it's not their personality to be loud. And, 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 um, and I think if I'm in there, I'm not in there for my quickness. I'm not in there for my, you know, side-to-side movements. Um, I'm not in there because I'm tall – I'm not in there because I'm going to jump behind and get a rebound. I'm not in there because I'm going to jump behind and get a block. Um, so I got I'm trying to make up for every other th- every one every other one of those things. So I'm trying to communicate, and honestly, that's in my best interest because if I communicate and they're in the right position, then when I get beat because I'm going to get beat, they're going to help me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, some of that some of that is well. The first thing is I'm trying to win the game, and I think in, that's in my best interest to win the game. But other it's to save my butt too, because um, if I'm if I'm going to get beat, I'm going to need help, and if right. they're not in the right position to help me, then they're going to score. Um, so it's a little bit—it's a little bit of well, just trying to win. I think yeah. that's the best way to win. Um, so that's—I think that's the biggest reason why I'm communicating so loudly. Probably that you're what you're seeing. <laughs>
0: well, I, I, and talk to us about this a little bit. You, you've had the opportunity to play at North Carolina. You've had the opportunity to play at Indiana. You know, two of the probably most hallowed arenas in college basketball. You've had to play, you know, in Thompson Bowling Arena and some other places as well. Tell us how, how that is to be out there on that kind of stage, you know, knowing it's an uphill battle in order to win this game. But in the same sense, uh, you're there and you're on the floor, you know, and, and and even some guys who are playing on those teams, they never see the floor you know the 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 walk-on guys the, the the those types of guys that are in those types of programs they might get two minutes the entire season you're out there you know 12 minutes 15 minutes almost the entire game talk to us about being on that stage and playing on those on those floors
1: that's uh it's an experience man it's it's awesome uh it's really it's just a it's what it's all about i think and um I think as a little kid you have a dream you know you have a dream of playing college basketball you have a dream of playing the nba and uh you know no one told me Cade, okay, you know nba you know your parents are six foot and you know five six you're <laughs> probably not making it the nba um but you know you have that dream and you know when you when you go to north carolina like you say when you go to Indiana, when you go to tennessee it's like the little kid is just just coming out of you so so much and uh i think it's a win-win. You know, you go in and and don't don't get yourself. We we're wanting to win those games, and sure. and, and uh, of course, you know, they're they're coaching to win and and everything like that. But it's a win-win. If we get blown out, we get blown out. We're winning because we're at Michigan State. You know, we're at right. Tennessee. You know, and it's it's just an awesome experience to see those fans and and uh, see those guys and shake those guys' hands. You know, and shake yeah. you know Rick Barnes' hand. You know, I got to shake Roy, you know Williams' hand. Just a really – Tom Izzo, it's just a really – it's just an awesome experience. You know, I think telling my kids, like, hey, yeah, uh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, hope and I got they pictures
0: to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And hopefully they don't ask what the score was because I'm not going to tell them. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but just the just the opportunity to do that. You know, my mom um, – I'm, you know, embarrassed about this, but I'll tell you just because I think it's cool. My mom made me a shirt that says uh, – I guarded Admiral Schofield and uh, Grant Williams guarded me or something like that. <laughs> and uh just just a really, you know, you know, just a really cool experience. Yeah. And Tennessee was, you know, obviously North Carolina is always good, but Tennessee was had a great year that year. So we number caught, 1 team in the nation
0: that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So we caught them at the perfect time and and those, everybody that game was packed. I mean, it was packed. Um and it was during Christmas time, so I mean, there were but it was packed. It was I didn't realize how bad I wanted to play at Tennessee until I got there yeah it was I mean I mean but grew up going to Tennessee games and growing up you know being around Tennessee fans but Tennessee was definitely my favorite place we've gone and played I mean it was it was awesome it was really really neat that's cool um
0: you know obviously graduating in May uh majoring in journalism is that right
1: uh, it 's communication communications studies. so i came okay. i came in i came in as a journal, journalism major and then um yeah I switched out and just went to just really broad just communication studies so what is the
0: next step in 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 kate Crosson's life here
1: well i'm i 've uh got an internship at farm bureau right now and i 'm uh trying to get a job there um, so that 's my that 's probably my number one option as i 'm you know i'm really really trying to get that um but you know my options are open too, so i mean i i don't really uh I've looked into some other things um but that's kind of what I'm leaning toward you know i'm I really look forward to i've i've enjoyed my internship there i've enjoyed the people there um I don't know a whole lot about anything but basketball mm-hmm. I feel like i've uh you know i've majored in basketball for twenty two years i've not really learned about anything else but basketball for twenty two years but i'm i'm looking to i'm looking for something else you know my my my, my knees are shot you know i you know I, I don't know what else to do uh with basketball i don't really um i don't really want to get into coaching really um although coach mitchell's going to kill me if i don't help him <laughs> uh um so i'm sure i'll i'm definitely be around the game and um and everything like that but you know we'll see what happens Well, you know,
0: I I know you've got a great family and and a great support system. Um, You know, just not only, you know, obviously your mom's your biggest cheerleader, uh, but, uh, you know, your grandparents on both sides uh, and just the community in general. I think, uh, you know, everybody has always had a special place in their heart for you. Uh, And and it wasn't necessarily up until the time that your dad passed away. I I think that it's been there since the beginning, truthfully. And, um, you know, one of the things that that has always been very cool about uh, White County, you know, we had Ethan Roberts here on the show before. And when Ethan was at Tech. You know, there was a Sparta section in the, in the stadium at, at at the baseball field every time. And it didn't matter whether Ethan was going to pitch or not. People were going to show up because they didn't know. So they were going to be there just in case he did, you know, take the mound. When you go into Hooper-Eblen Center, every single home game, there is someone – from sparta holding up a a number 54 poster you know and and cheering just if you know up until this season you know the last couple of seasons you know you didn't get as much playing time but every time that you did get in it was like you scored and you didn't even hit the floor yet you just got up to go to the (laughs) scores table to say hey check me you know i'm I'm subbing in so uh, talk to us about that community support and that support from your family a little bit
1: it's a blessing and um and I think uh, I think it just goes to show that how, how great Sparta is and just White County is. And um, I think that, you know, with Ethan Roberts, you know, doing that is just phenomenal and where he's at today is phenomenal. Um, but I think it also goes to show that, you know, me and Ethan, I put me and Ethan in, a, in the same category. We really aren't. He's, you know, obviously on another level than me. But just as college athletes – there's nothing special about me and Ethan. You know, Sparta's going to show up for their own. You know, it's not really just about, oh, you know, Kate Crossland's something. It's Kate Crossland's from Sparta. So we're going to go support him. It's not really, you know, Kate Crossland's all this. Ethan Roberts is all this. It's, you know, we're going to take care of our own and Sparta shows up for their own. And, you know, I think, um, I think that's just such an awesome thing, you know. um, I think it's it's just really cool to be able to look up and see those um see the kids going crazy and 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 uh see the kids with the the like you said with the posters it's just a blessing to to have that and um you know something I won't forget you know for sure yeah and um just uh just God's blessed me to be raised in this town um uh, and just be able to play in front of them you know I I you know I never thought I'd get to play at tech you know um, so I, I just it's just a real blessing to be able to play four years at Sparta and then four years here too. Um but I think uh I think when dad died, you know, I didn't realize the gravity of that. You know, and when dad died, uh they showed up, they were there for me. Yeah. You know, and um and I think that um maybe if I was born in or raised in a different place It'd be a little different, but um, just them being there for my family and for my mom, for my brother. You know, there, there's so many people that would be there, and you know, still, still, Mm -hmm. and we're however many years out. Um, just a really cool, cool environment to be in, and just that, you know, small town loving community. You know, there's nothing like it. So,
0: well, uh, I'll say this. I know there's a lot of kids because I've seen them. Um. They look up to you. And I know that you said that you didn't really want to coach or anything like that on a, on a grand scale. Um, but I know that there's a lot of kids in that community that would love to say, I, I have a Coach Croslin And, and – uh, uh, you know I, I think that whatever god has in, in store for you i know it's going to be good uh, i have no doubt in my mind that uh, your dad is is looking down and got the biggest goofiest grin that he's ever had on his face uh, uh over your career and everything and um you know a lot of good things happening for you man and i really hope that you know moving forward with foreign bureau you know Farm Bureau guys, if you're listening to this, give the guy a job. You're not going to regret it. Um, but uh, uh, you're always going to put your best foot forward because you always have before. And uh, yeah, when you said, you know, you said sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes uh, uh, we're going to take some L's in our lives. But hey, that's what makes our great testimony and and allows us to to show others, hey, there's going to be adversity in our lives. And we can overcome it, but we gotta get our minds right and, and right around God. So uh really proud of you, man. I, I remember you when you were third grade, started playing basketball and and literally your dad I walked into the gym, my girls were, were just wanting to go play the game and I see this dude on at the you know, coaching the boys and I'm thinking, Holy crap, who is this guy? <laughs> because you think an elementary ball you know come on honey you can do it and
1: everything and uh uh-uh, uh no he's coaching like it's the NBA finals
0: bill is coaching <laughs> like his life depended on it <laughs> and you know that's the way that he was but I see that in you now because that's the way that you played and and that's the way that you're going to continue to play and play life so proud of you man um hope uh hope we can do this again maybe talk about you know basketball or or something like that later on and and uh you keep on doing this this communication thing you might take my place over on this side of the window so <laughs> hey that that's fine too but hey you've been listening to Inside the Coach's Headset podcast here right on ucsportsnation.com uh thanks you all f- so much for listening uh, our guest today has been Cade Croslin he is the Tennessee Tech Uh, senior captain on the basketball team, as well as a White County High School standout back in the day. Um, We've been brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079 for all your insurance needs, or go see him if you're in Cookville at 425 East Broad Street. And uh, just so you know, and we didn't mention this at the top of the show, but we are on social media now. Go on Facebook and search Inside the Coach's Headset Podcast. You'll find out who we've got coming up next on the next episodes that we have coming out. Also, leave us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing on the show. Give us some suggestions on who you might want us to talk to. We've already gotten some in, and we appreciate those. And we'll be using those suggestions on future episodes. So thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for listening to this one, and we will talk to you next time. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528 7079. 528 7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the Coach's Headset.